where nobody knows your name, is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hello and welcome to Where Nobody Knows Your Name. Today we're talking about episode 11, One for the Book. I'm John. And I'm James. And today we're going to be listing uh, quite a quote-worthy episode. As, yeah, I've uh, got many yeah. pages of quotes here. Just like Diane did, as she uh, sort of went through the bar, getting all the quotes she could. I think slices of Americana. Lovely slices of Americana. Like and a like an apple pie. Like an apple pie. And this is uh, this podcast is almost your warm custard over the uh, over the apple pie. Just you know, you <laughs> <laughs> you watch the episodes. You come listen to the podcast. It's all together, nice and warm. Nice, bowl, warm English custard. Nice warm bowl of like oh, pudding. Let's go, James. Who's written this episode? <laughs> Catherine Green, writer of this episode. Yeah, Catherine Green. And I'll give you a guess as to who directed it. Um, is it James Burroughs? It is. Do I get a point for that? Yeah. So this episode was written by Catherine Green, who again, I think, um, first, first time writing for Cheers? Yes, yes it is. We got any background on Catherine Green? I don't have any. Me neither. Sorry. Sorry, Catherine. <laughs> Next time. But... It was a good episode. Yep. We get introduced to some new patrons of the bar. A monk and a veteran walk into Cheers. It's the beginning of a terrible joke. Who should we start with, the the monk or the vet? Shall we start with the monk? Yeah, I got them. It's Kevin. Kevin. Kevin the monk. He's going up to the monastery tomorrow. Yeah, and he's come for a, a, a night to remember. Yeah, he wants to have one last fling, or, uh, yeah. I think is how Sam referred Praised, to it. Yeah. Mm. He's an interesting fella. Yeah, he's a strange one. Uh, I'll have a carafe of your house whiskey. <laughs> so as we can see from uh, this quote, he's he's a, he's keen on his alcohol, or he, he thinks he is. He doesn't really know what he's getting. <laughs> Just ordered an amount of alcohol. I think he liked the word carafe. Oh, I like the word carafe. I might order carafe next time. You just go to a cocktail bar and a carafe of... Of your finest. A carafe of your finest alcohol. <laughs> Either way, Kevin wants one. Kevin wants one. He doesn't get one. But yeah, so Kevin's come for um, his last fling, as Sam put it. He's here for a good time. He wants to find out what it's like to be a patron of a bar. And yes. he's come to the bar. Yes. You couldn't go to a better one, I don't think. He's come for that snippet of America. He's in the book. He's a quotable character. Oh, for sure. And the way he talks about Cheers is uh, quite amusing. He says, um, I expected to see more lost, desperate souls sitting around. He just came in on the wrong day, I think. Yeah, desperate souls, night is Thursday. There are, there are quite a few lost, desperate souls in this episode. It's, it's, quite a, it's an episode focused on loneliness as a topic. Yes, I agree. Both Kevin and our World War I veteran, Buzz, Buzz Crowder. Mm. Which is a strong name. I wish I had that name. Good old-fashioned American name. I th- well, that's part of the episode. It's Snippets of America. Snippets, yep, Snippets of America. But both very lonely characters. Buzz is quite a uh, sad occasion because he's come to Cheers for the reunion of his squadron. Mm, every ten years. Every ten years. And he realises as the episode goes on that he's the last one left. I mean, it's 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 kind of expected by us at the beginning yes. that no one else is going to arrive. Um, but it's... It becomes a realisation for him yes. as the episode draws out. Yes, there's a dramatic irony mm. there. And a, and a dramatic um, shock for Diane. Oh, <laughs> where um, he, tells, uh, he tells Sam what we do is first person to arrive stands on the table naked and waits for the others to arrive and shouts, Lafayette, we are here. And uh, Diane walks in on 85-year-old 
was on yep. the pool table. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, yeah, I've got... Creepy. Um, yes, I do. It is creepy. And what I found notable about that is that this is only the 11th episode, hmm. but this is the third episode where someone has grabbed and kissed Diane without permission, with yeah. the other two being Sam mm-hmm. and Norm's boss. Yeah. yeah. But it's Kevin who does it in this episode. Yes. Not Buzz. And then she... <laughs> and then she walks in on Buzz. Yeah. So <laughs> Almost very, immediately after. <laughs> very bad episode for Diane. We haven't talked about the cold open. It's, again, one which is relevant to the plot of the episode. It's quite a simple one, though, mm. is that there's this couple, the Phillips. Yeah. And Coach is asked by them to go upstairs and tell, ask where if their table is ready. Yeah. And Coach, being Coach, she's... Wondering. Eager to do so. Yes, he's wandering around the bar, whistling to himself, gently walks upstairs, a few seconds wow. go by. Yeah. Uh, you missed a key segment there. He has to put the jacket on to go oh, upstairs. Oh yes, because it's a smarter... Mm, so he takes his apron off, Yeah. puts his jacket on, does a bit, goes up the stairs, and then... A few seconds pass, and he comes back down and switches them again, puts mm. the apron back on, walks to the flips and goes, what was the name again? Beautiful scene. Very simple. Typical coach. I can tell you something about... Uh, Mr. Phillips, though. He was played by Frank McCarthy, mm-hmm. who later changed his stage name to his real name, Francis Xavier McCarthy. Xavier. Strong names in this episode. Francis Xavier. Yeah. I found out he appeared in an episode of St. Elsewhere, mm-hmm. if you know of St. Elsewhere. No. Medical drama. Okay. But there's an episode of St. Elsewhere called Cheers, where the characters in St. Elsewhere go to the Cheers bar. So, Mr. Phillips is in both this episode of Cheers and this episode of St. Elsewhere, set in Cheers. We're going to have to start reviewing these spin-offs. Yeah, well... Do any other programmes visit the Cheers bar? Well, St. Elsewhere, I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but there's this concept called the Tommy Westfall universe. Mm. Have you heard of the Tommy Westfall? And St. Elsewhere is where it originated. The ending scene of St. Elsewhere is this autistic child looking into a snow globe and... In the snow globe is the St. Elsewhere Hospital. Yeah. And what the ending scene kind of infers is that the entirety of St. Elsewhere was imagined by Tommy Westfall. Mm. And the Tommy Westfall universe, because of various crossovers and characters... Expands massively. Yeah, because of characters appearing in more than one show, a lot of television Mm. is in Tommy Westfall's mind, according to this concept and this theory. I imagine it, it expands to Fraser, obviously. Fraser wins. There's a lot. We're, we're going to have to map this out, James. There's a map of it online, I shall. We won't have to map this out, James. <laughs> it's done for us, which is uh, even better. But it's, Simpsons is in there as well, then. Simpsons is in there. Simpsons has loads of stuff in We might have to expand on this map. What Sorry. else have we got in terms of uh, guest actors? Uh, I know we've got Boyd Bodwell, was Kevin. Yeah, it was interesting that he played religious fanatic in the 1977 oh. comedy, Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, that's that's the name of the movie. He he was in an episode of Night Court as well, where uh, I don't know the full outline of the episode. I don't know what part he played, but it did involve nuns. So I think Kevin was a victim of typecasting. Yeah, for any uh, fans of the clergy out there, good old Kevin. We've got Ian Wolf as uh, Ian Wolf. Ian Wolf, almost as good as name as Buzz Crowder. Buzz Crowder or Xavier or Ian Wolf. Ian Wolf, and again, he seemed to have done quite a bit. Yeah, 1934 to 1990 is his acting career. Huge, 
huge career. I didn't recognise much of it though, gotta admit. Did you no. uh, did you pick up anything? Dick Tracy was his last role. He was a forger. It was his last role before he died in nineteen ninety two at the age of ninety five. And interestingly, he served as a medic in World War One in real life. Yeah, I'd seen that as well. He he seemed to have a really, really rich history, really. Yeah. Um and it was nice that he got to play this character on Cheers because it was a lot about remembering. And it was about him remembering and being able to tell the stories yeah. uh, of his squadron. Uh, and that brings us kind of, we touched on it earlier about the theme of loneliness. Yeah. Um, Kevin was quite lonely. Buzz was quite lonely. And uh, Coach comes up with one of the, the nicest lines in the episode. You know something? Loneliness is a good thing to share with somebody. Typical Coach, you know, bringing out the big guns. And obviously, this is one for the books. Yeah, and this Sam hates <laughs> that quote is quoted. Sam, uh, Sam's desperate to be in the books, trying to bring out the big guns of quotes. Yeah, but he's trying too hard. He's trying too hard. That's sometimes a bit too much. Yeah. Then at the end, he does come up with something quite profound. You've been writing that book and it's stupid. You know, I mean, what does a stuffed shirt know about blue-collar poetry, huh? Makes the book. It does make the book. And he went, oh, that's good. <laughs> And I think it's a lot about legacy. And I think that's one of the big reasons why Sam wanted to be in the book. Not yeah. only because Diane was writing it and he wanted to be acknowledged by her, but I think it was a, the episode's a lot about people wanting to be acknowledged for what they're doing, really. Buzz was upset because he wasn't able to share his memories with people yeah. or his squadron or, or have that legacy. Yes. Until the rest of the bar sort of said, we'll meet every 10 years yeah. or we'll meet every year. And he said, that that's too much. <laughs> 10 years is fine <laughs> well it's the same with Kevin isn't it Kevin wanted to have one last thing before he lost the opportunity to do so mm. his storyline ends with him healing a piano <laughs> that, that's a good one because uh, it's broken apparently throughout the episode it's sort of touched on that piano won't work does Kevin just hit it and it plays or did he put a coin he puts a coin because he wants to play a song and they're like Kevin no it doesn't it doesn't work but then it starts playing and everyone's amazed yeah coach is amazed uh, even though he was the one that fixed it a week ago. Yeah, and they go, why are, you, why are you amazed if that's happening? He goes, just think about it. And yeah, yeah, Coach is amazed because he had fixed it a week ago and he thought, what are the chances that someone would put the money in? It's an interesting philosophical question, that, isn't it? Wow, Coach is, Coach is always looking at things from another angle. He is. And I think that's why you get some of the best quotes out of him. He's definitely just a very loving figure. Mm. Buzz's storyline, this folds into Coach being a very loving figure. When they say, come back, every however many years it's because they want to embrace him and he's so sad that there's there weren't any soldiers in the bar there weren't any people who'd mm -hmm. been through what he'd been through one as his squad squadron and two as a veteran mm -hmm. but they all start saying whatever military yeah. or <laughs> uniform background they had it's one of those things where they're just expressing this warmth to trying to make this old lonely man feel welcome. And it truly is the bar where everybody knows your name yeah. and everyone knows Buzz's name and everyone's trying to make him feel at home. Was that the doorbell? It was. I guess it's mail time. It is mail time. I wonder what we've been sent in this week, James. For got, some, uh, got some trivia here. Trivia delivered by uh, Cliff himself. Should I kick it off, James? Yeah. I'll open this lovely letter. So uh, Buzz was part of the 22nd Brigade. Mm -hmm. What was uh, its sort of nickname of sorts? I think I've got the same question here, actually. We do this every so often. Yeah. Shows uh, our planning. The Fighting Double Deuce. I thought it was Goose. It's Deuce. I thought it was Goose. Fighting Double Deuce for two. Ah, oh, that, that would make more sense. <laughs> Who does Buzz 
mistake known for? James, we, we, we're on a roll here because I've got this question as well. Yeah. It was um, Pinky Peterson. Pinky Peterson. Pinky Peterson, who, who uh, there's no confirmed relation, but obviously, Norm Peterson. Yeah. I thought, you know, was it implying a relative? Mm, I thought as well, but I thought it was strange that Norm didn't react to it at all. Do you know who, in real life, George Wentz's nephew is? No. Uh, George Wentz's nephew is Jason Sudeikis. He was in Saturday Night Live from 2005 to 2013. Do you have a picture of him? I have a picture of him. I mean, this works great for a podcast. Oh, I know. And that's his nephew, you say? Yeah, that's George Wentz's nephew. And there's, there's something about him. I can see it. It's in my eyes. Yeah. If you could see this picture, you would know exactly what I was saying. <laughs> um, we'll, the, we'll put up a side by side. What is the strongest uh, drink that Sam recommends to uh, Kevin? Yesterday's coffee. Yesterday's coffee. Because uh, he offers Kevin coffee. Kevin wants something stronger. So I'm like, well, I'll give you yesterday's coffee. That's the end of that fact. Got a question here. What is the drinks offer on Desperate Souls Night? Someone's giving me a shrug. He doesn't know. Desperate Souls Night. Um, Thursdays. Thursdays. The drinks offer on Desperate Souls Night is all the beer you can cry into for a buck. Oh, that's tragic. <laughs> <laughs> that's one for the specials uh, specials board, I think. Yeah. All the beer you can cry into for a buck. Normal to all that just, night. Just crack out some onions. <laughs> <laughs> crack out some onions. It's my solution to many of life's worries. But I think something we learned most in this episode, that loneliness, whether it's a Thursday or not, is best shared with somebody else. Thank you for listening. To where nobody knows your name. 